just things for me. Hello podcast legends, my name is Ben Greenwood, I'm the off-road performance coach and this podcast is to share with you how we do things at Race Ready Off-Road Coaching. So if you want to be a beast on and off the dirt bike, you've certainly come to the right place. Today though, would you believe it, we're going to talk about caravans, completely not training for dirt bike related, however, it is, kind of goes with the territory these days, is running a caravan you go to any off-road event these days and it is a sea of caravans base stations toy haulers when i was coming up as a junior racing off-roads it was a sea of swags like no one had caravans 20 25 years ago literally no one had caravans now it's like if you're like at a Vic off-road, like I'd say more than 50% of people stay at the track in their caravan now. So I get asked this question quite a bit, should I get a caravan or is it worth having a caravan or how much should I spend on a caravan? So I thought I would share a couple of things that I've learned through having our caravan for the past two, a little bit over two years now, because we've actually decided to sell our caravan. So Thought I'd go through some pros and cons first and get to why I've decided to sell ours. So, pros, there's a couple of big pros. Obviously, having everything with you there at the track is a massive pro. So, you've got all of your amenities to cook with, you've got hot shower, heater, aircon potentially if you need it in a, in a summer event. Um, so it's just convenience, really. You've got that ability to have your own space out of the elements, heated, cooled, have a hot shower as soon as you finish your race, all of those sorts of things. So massive benefit there. You can obviously take all of your food with you and, and cook your own food. So that's obviously a massive benefit. You're obviously not paying for accommodation. And the other big benefit is you can just pull up anywhere. If you're doing like a massive trip, which we often do, or having to drive home like in the middle of the night, if you are feeling tired, like you can just pull up, sleep anywhere comfortably, again, have everything you need to cook your own food, don't have to potentially be pulling in and buying food on the way home, you've got it all there with you. So they're like the, the pros, the benefits to having having your own caravan. So some of the cons, it's definitely takes a little bit longer to get there. Like I'm definitely, although I am starting to go a little bit gray, I'm turning into a gray nomad. I cannot sit on 90 kilometers an hour everywhere we go. So I tend to sit on the speed limit where possible. But the thing is, even like our tow, caravan tows great, it's light. The van's a V6, like the van tows it easy. I can easily sit on 120K if I wanted to. However, as most of you will know, when you go into some of these events, they're out in the middle of nowhere on tiny back roads that are rough as guts. So you like, you literally have to slow down. You've got potholes, bumps, all of this stuff. So if you're just like on a main highway, 
you can like send it, no worries, and draw and maintain a similar speed if you wanted to. Um, but just like acceleration from traffic lights, it's going to be a little bit slower. All of that stuff, anywhere there's bumps, you've got to slow down. So over the course of like a six, seven, eight hour trip, which is like what we do a lot of the time, that adds up. Like it might add an hour to your trip maybe. So definitely can take a little bit longer, tow on the van. Definitely uses more fuel. And I think this is the main reason why I've come to my uh, conclusion of actually going to sell our caravan is just because of how expensive diesel is now. Like five, four, three, I don't know, maybe two, three years ago, diesel was like a dollar a litre cheaper almost than what it is now. So it's almost double now to fill your car up with diesel. So that means that that money you're kind of saving on accommodation, you're not really saving it when your fuel usage is a lot more. Now, again, like I say, I don't like sitting on 90K an hour. So most of the time I'll be sitting on 100, 110. So the, our, the V6 Sprinter that we've got with the van on the back probably averages around about 18 liters sitting on 100, 110K an hour. The worst I've ever got is 22 liters, and that was like in a full-on storm. It was on the Hume Highway, so the road was pretty safe, so you could still sit on. I was sitting on like 115 in a full-on thunderstorm, up and down hills, driving to Sydney, torrential rain, wind, hills. It was like 22 liters. Then the best I've ever got it down to when we were over near South Australia on like a nice smooth flat road with probably a tailwind was about 16 liters to the 100. So it kind of averages out around about that 18 liters. You could obviously get that better if you wanted to be go full gray nomad mode and sit on, <coughs> excuse me, and sit on 90Ks an hour or a little, <coughs> a little bit less. But again, that just adds to that duration of the trip. So if you got plenty of time, then you could probably bring that fuel economy down a little bit. But again, like most of the time we're driving home from these races, like in the middle of the night. So like you kind of want to get there as quick as you can. You, do, you don't have an extra couple of hours to burn a lot of the time. So the fuel is obviously a massive one. And when you factor that in, and this is what I've actually figured out this year, I, I on the trips that we did this year, I did a went to a couple of races without the caravan and just and got accommodation and then like added up my fuel costs, etc. accommodation costs. It basically comes in the same. It's not actually cheaper a lot of the time. Sometimes it might be, but it's not often cheaper um, when you factor in, obviously, the cost of fuel now. The cost of diesel is so freaking dear that it, it can it kind of brings the cost basically to a like the same, whether if you got a hotel or an Airbnb, it's about the same as like what you spend on fuel. So like it costs two over 200 bucks to fill a tank from empty. Most of these races I go to are like six, seven, 800 Ks. So I can do that on one tank without the caravan. So it'd be one tank there, one tank back, or even a little bit less. With the caravan, you basically to do like, it gets 
about 450Ks to a tank. So it's every 450Ks, bang, 200, 220 bucks. So that can be like close to eight. If you do like four tanks in a trip, two there, two on the way back, sometimes it's like 800 bucks of diesel compared to 400 bucks of diesel. It's almost double. So that 400 bucks can get you a motel or an Airbnb in a lot of cases. A lot of cases you can get and in these like small country towns, you can get an Airbnb and have like an entire house uh, with a full kitchen, bathroom, all the stuff that you need for less, way less than 400 bucks for two nights, two or three nights. So I guess for me, the benefit to that is like sometimes when my family comes with me, if it's like raining, we've been to a couple of races where it's been raining all day. Like it's not that fun for my wife and the kids to be there and they're just stuck inside the caravan all day because it's because it's raining. So obviously not every race is like that, but if we, in that example, if we were to have a either a motel or an Airbnb in the closest town, they wouldn't have to come to the track if they didn't want to. They could just hang in town at the Airbnb, go check out some stuff, do some tourist, go see some tourist attractions, hang out, have a house to hang out in. So for me, in our situation, if I was going to take the whole family, I figured out that it's probably going to be a little bit cheaper to do an Airbnb. And like once you start factoring in like wear and tear on your car and everything as well, like it's pro- it, that cost even gets more in the favor of buying a uh, of just getting accommodation. Like even like anyone tows a caravan will know, like your rear tires are going to chew out way quicker when you're towing a van. So it's obviously harder on the car. So there's like way more, I guess, running costs than just the fuel to factor in there. Like that's just taking into account the fuel cost, kind of the fuel, the extra fuel basically would cover the price of an Airbnb or a motel. So in our situation, if I was going to take the whole family, I figured out it's a little bit cheaper to probably get an Airbnb. And in some cases, it might actually be more comfortable for the family. So my solution is to get rid of the caravan, say, and we're going to put put that money into our savings, put it towards um, buying a property. And I've got the van fitted out recently. So it's fully set up now with uh, power, inverter, microwave, storage. Everything's in there now. So obviously it doesn't have a shower or anything like that. But I can prep all my food at home, have it all in the fridge. We've got a microwave there to warm it up. And if I did want to stay at the track, I could just take my swag, sleep in my swag and save the cost of accommodation. Like if it was just me on my own going for a night or two, I could make that work, save some money there or just get a motel or an Airbnb and still be able to like warm my food up and have all my food and everything there at the track Um, because I've got all those... The ability to do that now in the van after we got the van fitted out. So that is my solution is having the van set up sort of like having a couple of those creature comforts in the van so we can do not do our meal prep, but obviously have our meals prepped and have the ability to warm them up, um, heat food up. And then if we need to or want to, 
whatever the situation may be, just get an Airbnb. So they're just some things I thought I'd that are worthwhile sharing because there's a few things there that I didn't really think of when you when I was buying a car. I'm just like, oh yeah, it's it'll be awesome. Like you just obviously think of those benefits of having it, which it is a huge benefit and it's awesome. Don't get me wrong, but you have got like like a lot of money tied up in something. Um. So like that's those costs there are not even like taking into account that the fact that you've got like 50 or even more these days, like our caravan was probably on the cheap end. It was, it owes us about 40 grand. Um, we got it for a little bit less than that and had to spend a little bit on it to do some things to it. But a lot of people like have had brand new base stations, like 70, 80 K, like it's a lot of money to have tied up in a caravan. That's not actually saving you money when you go away on the weekend it might be costing you more in some cases. So, um, yeah, they're just some things, like I say, they're just some things I've learned from from having a caravan. I definitely don't regret getting one. Um, and we've just got ours for sale at the moment. I'm not, uh, like if no one buys it, we'll just, we'll keep it and we're obviously going to still use it and get value out of it. Uh, however, um, if someone buys it, then we'll, put that chunk of cash towards something else and and like I say it potentially save a little bit of money too and save a little bit of wear and tear on the van and and just do it a bit of a different way so bit of a different topic today caravans would you believe <laughs> so I guess it's going to be different for everyone's personal situation whether you you want to get one and how far you travel how often you travel how much time you spend on the road all that stuff but um, yeah, just thought I'd share that because it's a frequent question I get asked from people about the caravan, should I, shouldn't I? So otherwise, we'll be uh, back to regular scheduled programming and talking about training next week and getting prepared to race dirt bikes off-road. This will probably be the only podcast I'll ever do about caravans, I reckon. Otherwise, thank you for listening. I appreciate you and we will see you on the next episode.